Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, greetings wherever you are in the world, beautiful people. This is Payman, your host for today's uh, masterclass for the uh, 90 FDA. Today we have a very special guest, my good friend Rory is an amazing uh, world-class copywriter. He's going to present us today uh, his masterclass on, on the importance to write a compelling story uh, around your brand and e-commerce and Amazon FBA. And because people want to, the importance of having a beautiful uh, story is because people want to connect with a story, not just by, because, you know, because, because whatever, but they want to buy, before buying, they want to connect with you. And that's where uh, the importance of, of having a beautiful story, compelling story is so crucial. And that's what uh, Rory is going to cover today. So Corey, uh, sorry, Rory, uh, the floor is yours, my friend. Okay, thank you, Payman, and uh, hi, everybody. It's great to be here. I'm going to run through a short presentation, and um, if you're live and uh, you're watching this, please um, ask questions and comment as we go through, and I'll do my best to uh, respond as we go. So let's dive into the presentation. I'll share my screen so you can see it. There we are. So let's just say to start with, if you're not doing, if you're not telling stories, you're leaving money on the table. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples of uh, the power of story as we go through this. So um, the story has the power to build your brand and scale your sales without spending uh, an extra dime on paid ads. Whether you're using Amazon PPC or Facebook ads to drive traffic, um, story is going to help you boost your sales without spending any more money. So, Let's just start with this question. What is a brand? I mean, is the Apple logo its brand or is there something else that you would describe as the Apple brand, taking Apple as an example? Is it their name or their USP or some other symbol or thing that is their brand? Really, a brand is a, the way a business is perceived. Um, whether that be, you know, the identifiable symbol, the Apple symbol is the way you recognize the Apple shop, but it's not the real brand. It, the brand is a recognizable feeling which you get when you see one of their products or stores. And it's based on their values. Values act like a magnet. One end of a magnet attracts people and the other end of the magnet pushes people away. I have a friend who wouldn't buy an Apple product to save his life. And that is because the story that Steve Jobs developed around Apple is it doesn't appeal to him at all. And he would never buy an Apple product. So, um, uh, he doesn't uh, identify with Apple's values. So values are important. And so because brands live in the mind, they are a feeling, they are your most valuable asset. Um, you can take away all your products and 
everything, but if you still have a connection with your audience, you can build it all back. So it is your most valuable asset. So how do you build a brand? How, you, how do you build that emotional connection with your audience by doing something that is second nature to you, but it doesn't cross most small businesses, most, most small business owners' mind to tell stories. Um, in fact, I guess you've been fraught, if it's midday where you are, you've already told several stories today, um, be that to your wife, to your friends, to your colleagues at work, you've told stories um, today. All you need to do is um, change the way uh, or tell those stories in a structured way to help your business. Because stories change the way you think from what your product can do for your audience to what your audience can do with your product. In other words, the result that they will get, the picture of what their life will be like having used your product. You're not selling the product, you're selling the result. Your product is just the vehicle to get them there. And um, I appreciate that you can't use uh, a long description on Amazon for your product, but you can tell a story in three lines on an Amazon PPC ad, or indeed on a, a Facebook ad, you can tell stories um, of even a thousand words, or you can create videos that tell stories. Because stories build emotional bridges. They, they make a deep and uh, abiding connection with your uh, audience and make your brand more appealing and um, allow you to charge more for your products. I mean, Apple, um, you know, their iPhone, their flagship iPhone is probably more expensive than any other smartphone on the market. But people buy them, and, uh, and that has made Apple a trillion dollar, two trillion dollar company um, because people are prepared to pay for the flagship iPhone, and they're prepared to tell, to, to pay for that because they know having one will tell a story about them. So products tell stories um, about their owners. So you should bear that one in mind as well, because stories fully engage the brain. St <clears throat> they build connections and they build engagement. And in fact, stories change our body chemistry and i'll tell you how later i'll actually tell you the actual chemicals involved so um and in changing body chemistry um we remember more we become involved we become engaged in the story and because we do that we remember a lot more than if you just stood and gave 
a list of facts and figures and percentages and used a, um, a, a, a PowerPoint. So stories, super powerful to make people remember your brand or help them remember your brand. Uh, because stories bring your brand to life. Your brand becomes more than just a logo, an Apple logo or a Nike swoosh or whatever it is. Your stories actually um, induce an emotional reaction um, in your ideal clients, in your audience, and uh, your brand in, therefore, by derivation, does the same thing. And as I said, we are all born storytellers. Um, uh, if you believe that you couldn't tell a story to save your life, uh, to save your life, I've got you covered. We'll get into that a bit later. But anyone can tell a story, and I'm sure, Payman, that you've told a couple of stories today, if not more. So um, let me give you just a couple of examples of how Hollywood movies have shifted and sold products. Um, obviously, um, uh, Tom Cruise in the, uh, in the Top Gun, um, he starred as Pete Maverick, and he wore these Ray-Ban 3025 aviator sunglasses with a gold frame and the green lenses. And after that film, those, uh, those uh, Ray-Bans, um, uh, the sales of those Ray-Bans rocketed by 40%, purely because there was your hero of a story, uh, Pete Maverick Mitchell in Top Gun wearing a pair of Ray-Bans. And then there's, Tom, uh, there's uh, James Bond, of course, who drove the DB11 Special Edition OHMSS on Her Majesty's oh, yeah. Secret Service, um, which he drove in Goldfinger and boosted car sales by 75% on the basis wow. of that movie and doubled revenues to 188 mil million, turned um, uh, Aston Martin's uh, loss from 30 million into a 5.9 million pound profit. Two simple wow. examples of stories driving sales. This Hollywood, Hollywood movies, of course, but stories driving sales. I'll give you another example of a story driving sales um, in a minute. So how do you tell a story? I guess that's a good question. Every story has a hero. That's, that hero is not you or your product. That story is um, that hero, rather, of your story is your ideal client. And the journey that they are on to uh, live uh, a better life. So every story must have a hero. Um, Tom Cruise in uh, a Top Gun wearing a pair of sunglasses. The hero in the movie is... Uh, is your ideal client, or in this case, uh, Tom Cruise. Every story must have a goal. 
So uh, your ideal client has a goal in life, a desire, and your product is the thing that's help, going to help them uh, get to uh, that, uh, to live that life um, that they want to live, the goal um, uh, that they have, that they're looking for a solution to help them reach. And that goal is very important. So if you can talk about that in, a, in detail, using the words of your ideal client, your hero then has a goal. And then um, the key piece in uh, the story is the tension. Because, um, and I'll explain how you can create this tension um, uh, in a second, but tension drives emotion. Um, the emotion that you feel when you're watching uh, a James Bond movie and you don't know whether the villain is going to win or lose or beat your hero, James Bond, to um, crush the world or whatever. But that question mark, that tension in the movie drives emotion, drives involvement, turns spectators into participants. So um, you need to um, include tension. Now, in your stories with your products, um, that tension, um, say you're selling a weighing machine, that um, tension could be uh, included or induced by, for instance, if you were um, on a diet and yesterday you had a, uh, a piece of chocolate cake and some or vanilla ice cream. So, um, and then when you walked into the bathroom the next uh, morning, there in the corner was lurking the weighing machine. And that, the tension you can feel between the weighing machine and, and your conscience um, for having that piece of chocolate cake, that induces some, uh, some emotion in the story and everybody can relate to it because it's the emotion that sucks people in. Um, now, uh, um, the, the, that therefore is a, there is a conflict between the two. And the conflict, therefore, is a very important part of your story because it drives the emotion and the tension in your story. And in every story, um, there is a journey. There are, in fact, uh, two journeys. There's the external journey um, that you, uh, that James Bond is uh, on an external journey to fight the, the villain, the Dr. No or Goldfinger or whoever it may be, um, there's the external journey. And then there's a, an internal journey. And the internal journey is um, the impact, the emotional impact that the battle, uh, the, the, uh, the, journey, the external journey is having on 
um, the on your hero, how he feels, his emotional reactions, the impact that um, the uh, struggle is having on his daily life and the daily lives, lives of the people around him. So every story has a journey. And then, of course, at the end of a story, there's always uh, the resolution. Uh, when everything comes together and all the different uh, themes or uh, strings within the story are all pulled together, tied in a neat knot, and uh, James Bond or uh, Tom Cruise come out the winner in the end. But uh, so uh, five different very key points that you have to have in a story. A hero, a goal, tension, a journey, and a resolution. So tell me, what's your best guess? Um, what's the most important element in any story? Uh, the moral, in other words, the message that you're trying to deliver, uh, the transformation that um, your product will help your ideal client uh, achieve, the emotion um, that we've just um, discussed and how that emotion is induced through tension, the journey, or something else. What in your mind is the uh, number one element in any story? Of course, yes, I agree, they're all important, but there's one thing above all that if your story does not include uh, will make your story fall flat and just be plain boring. So um, you can answer in the comments or indeed um, uh, uh, email or message me to give you your answer. But ultimately, uh, please say transformation. Um, work out. What's, what's your answer, Payman? I'd say it's a transformation. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Because it's where you become. It's not what people don't care about the product, but what the product does to them. What, uh, what, uh, what problem is it solving? Because ultimately, uh, what we teach in our program is uh, before you start looking uh, to sell a product, ask yourself two questions, two basic questions. Number one, who is the person you're trying? Who is the very specific person trying to help? And how is your product going to solve that specific problem for that specific person? So in that case, again, for me, as far as I'm concerned, it would be the transformation and what your product can do to, us, to that specific ideal customer. But of right. course, all of these factors are very important. The, but in my opinion, I would say the transformation because everything in life is all about the journey, what you become. Yeah. The transformation, that's another way really of saying the journey that your ideal client mm -hmm. is going to take, um, uh, the internal journey that your ideal client is going to take to achieve the life that they really want to live. But in the and that is, I agree, a very important piece of a story. But the one thing that really uh, sucks 
a uh, a client into your story and gets them to pay attention, I will tell you in just a second. But first, let me tell you about the significant object study. This was done by a journalist um, back in 2009, and he wanted to find out whether storytelling is the most powerful tool of all. So what did he do? Um, he bought 200 unremarkable objects on eBay for a total of $129. So of course, quick math tells you that each product that he bought, uh, each thing that he, object that he bought, uh, costs a, a dollar or less. So very unremarkable products. He then invited one writer to create a story for each object. So 200 writers, 200 stories, 200 objects. So finally, he put them back on sale on eBay. So what do you think the ROI was on the uh, one object, say, um, uh, one uh, after it had a story uh, attached to it? Did it double the selling price or did it boost it by 100% or more? Or, you know, what was the, the result of the test? Ultimately, here is a very ordinary horse's head made in plastic, probably made in China or somewhere, and bought for 99 cents. Um, so that's what it was sold for on eBay without a story. And when it had this story attached to it, it sold for $62.95. That is a, an increase of 6,395%. So pretty substantial ROI on the same object, nothing changed about the object at all, just added a story in the description. And yes, I do understand that you can't use long product descriptions on Amazon, but you can tell the stories on your, in your Facebook ads. You can tell the stories um, in your uh, very short stories in your Amazon PPC ads. And of course, you can tell stories in the emails that you send to your, the, the people who respond to your ads. And you can nurture your audience with uh, stories too. So actually, the product description is the last thing that they are your audience, your ideal client is going to see uh, before they buy. And you know, and I know that when they wow. get to that place, they have to be ready to buy. They ha already have to have the belief that they want that object or that thing, that product that you are selling. And you induce that belief through the stories you tell in the run-up to them clicking the link and going to the product description. So, two hundred. That's objects, incredible. 
Sorry, wow. say again, payment. That's incredible to sell a $99 item, sorry, 99 cent item for $62. That's amazing. It wow. is. It is amazing. But just wait for this. 200 objects, okay, which were oh, originally yeah. bought for $129. How much do you think that um, if he increased the, um, the sale of, you know, from 99 cents to $62.95, how much do you, that gives you sort of a ballpark to play in when you, when it comes to the uplift he achieved between $129 and the ultimate total selling or total revenue received on the 200 objects. Any ideas, Payment? I would say it's, it's, uh, it's going to completely transform the business. That's all I can say. It's going to completely transform the business. It is indeed. They were sold for 8,000 bucks complete. Wow. So oh, 200 yeah. objects, 8,000 bucks. That's amazing. That's incredible. So again, it just comes down to the, uh, the very common principle of uh, um, facts, tell, and story sell. That's the bottom line. Exactly. But it's actually why the stories sell. And the answer is because, uh, uh, I'll tell you in just a second. So, uh, <laughs> because we're going to get back to emotion. Because emotion is the thing that uh, really is important in any story. Your answer was transformation uh, payment. But actually... Yes, the transformation is important. But if you want to suck somebody into your story to turn them from, uh, from uh, spectators into participants, you have to touch them on an emotional level. Mm -hmm. And if when you do that and you create the emotion, you, people buy on emotion. They don't buy totally. with logic. They don't buy because yes. the facts and the figures and the, the, the metrics uh, prove that your product is the best. They buy on emotion and they justify with logic. So you have to stir the emotion in them and make them have that gut feeling that the product you're selling is the one that they want. And it's that gut feeling that will get them to buy. Essence, emotion is the essence of your brand. Emotion is what people feel when they see your brand. Emotion is what people feel when they see the Apple logo. They feel, um, you know, that they are aligned with the values of Apple or they're not, like my friend who just wouldn't buy an Apple product. But it is the emotion that is the link, um, far more powerful than any pixel or any cookie. Emotion will keep bringing your uh, audience back to your products. And ultimately, Emotion builds perceived product value too. As we've just seen with that significant object study, 6,395% uplift on a, uh, a simple horse's head just because 
a storyteller had in uh, had uh, given that product a uh, an emotional uh, significance um, through telling a story. So emotion and how therefore do you create emotion? Well, I was just saying earlier that the uh, tension is important in the story. And the way you create tension is through conflict. There's that external conflict that um, with the villain of the piece, and now that villain could be uh, a person like Dr. No or Dr. Goldfinger or Goldfinger or whoever it is. It could be an organization like the IRS, for instance. Just imagine getting a letter or a communication from the IRS. How do you feel? Did you get that tightening in your gut when you, when you heard that, when you saw that envelope um, drop on your, into your box? Um, it, it's the, so it could be a person, it could be an, uh, uh, an organization, it could be uh, something else. It could be, for instance, an unseen enemy. It could be a disease, a pandemic, for instance. That is, and that creates an external conflict. It could be that this pandemic has um, made you unemployed because your business, your business you work for or the business that you have went under as a result. So it's an external uh, conflict. And then there's the internal conflict that we talked about, which is the um, impact that that external uh, uh, conflict has on, on your ideal client. The... Um, the emotional reaction that uh, you felt or your client feels when they, uh, when they think about the challenge that they're facing and the impact, again, that that emotional uh, reaction has on them and on the people around them. They may get, you know, if you're feeling emotional, uh, that could be that you get triggered by something and then you start snapping at the people around you and um, they start to have a bad time. And that is a, um, a reaction to your emotion, which is a reaction to you receiving a letter from the IRS. For instance, a, a series of events that have built up the tension in your life and in you and therefore in other people around you. And it is that that actually um, that drives people to become uh, participants in your story. And there's a third one that very few people talk about. It's the philosophical, philosophical conflict in the story. So, for instance, um, we were just talking about the IRS there for a second, um, uh, <clears throat> and you've got this letter and you've opened it, and your immediate sort of reaction after that uh, gut feeling of fear and pain and snapping at people as a reaction to that, but um, 
the philosophical question you or feeling you then have, you could say, um, usually starts with uh, these words, I ought to. So that could have be that could be, I ought to have saved more money. I ought to have planned for this. I ought to have uh, not uh, taken that uh, uh, that holiday or that vacation in the Bahamas. I couldn't really afford it. So. This phil philosophical uh, conflict is, in fact, therefore a belief. And this is where you start to build a logical system or logical sequence of beliefs from the I ought not to or I ought to have uh, statement to the uh, final statement, uh, when they reach your product page, they should already believe that they should buy this product because it is what I need to overcome my challenge. So from this initial philosophical conflict to that final buying belief, you need to develop a series of uh, steps that lead them logically to that uh, buying conclusion. And that is where you tell the stories um, in your marketing. So let's just dive in quickly to the science <clears throat> of story. As I said, stories changes on a molecular level. And uh, the three uh, chemicals induced by stories are, are the first is dopamine. Uh, dopamine, uh, uh, in fact, is driven by a good story and it is um, uh, excreted uh, when uh, you experienced uh, uh, pleasure. When you go onto Facebook, and you see one of your posts on Facebook has got 100 likes and uh, 200 comments, that is a big dopamine rush, which, um, because you, that is giving you so much pleasure. Stories excite um, these neurons that make dopamine and which impact your emotions. And so emotion, do, uh, dopamine, a very important part of... Um, very important chemical to induce because of all the reasons that we've discussed. Um, so the second one is <clears throat> oxytocin, um, which enhances feeling of trust and empathy and generosity. And uh, oxytocin is released. The more oxytocin that is released, the more empathetic and connected we feel. And we feel this oxytocin when we uh, care about the fate of our hero. So oxytocin is the second one. And the third is cortisol, sorry, cortisol, um, which is <coughs> released at times of stress. <coughs> when um, 
your audience feel conflicted. So there again, the tension and the conflict in your story uh, induces the release of cortisol. Uh, and when you, the cortisol is re uh, released, you focus more, you lean forward in your chair, you sit on the edge of your seat because you want to know the result. You block everything else out. And the more cortisol that is released, the more uh, focused uh, you get. And the more cortisol is released, the more distress you feel. And finally, the third one is, or the fourth one rather, is endorphins, which um, inhibit the uh, transmission of pain signals. So you've heard of runners high, for instance, marathon runners. Um, especially get this, when uh, they feel stressed and pain at the 20 mile mark and they hit the wall, um, you know, they're all got, they've got these endorphins running through their bloodstream. Endorphins are a sedative. They block pain and they give you a heightened sense of pleasure. So that, those are the four chemicals that are released when you um, when you tell a powerful memorable story so it's not just I mean those you know stories drive emotion but they do it because of these chemical reactions going in on inside your ideal clients and no it doesn't only um, happen with uh, Hollywood movies, you can write a simple uh, post on Facebook or you can write, create a story around your product and the life that your ideal client wants to live, even in your Facebook advertising too. So there are two different types of story that I recommend that you, uh, you consider for your business. And they really, you need both of them. The one is a story that nurtures your ideal client because ultimately your business is the most important part of your business after your brand is your, your audience. And you need to nurture that audience, <clears throat> build a relationship with that audience, allow them to build a relationship <clears throat> with your brand and then you will have a long-term business because even when you've told a story that sells in a Facebook ad, um, did you know that actually um, your, okay, your click-through rate from your Facebook ad, just pick a, pick a number, could be 3%. And your opt-in rate on your landing page could be, say, 30%. That means that only 1% of your audience is actually uh, uh, opting in in some way or taking some action in some way. But here's the kicker. Only 15% of your audience are likely to do business with you in the next 90 days. I'll say that again. 
only 15% of your audience is likely to do business with you in the next 90 days. The, uh -huh. the other 85% may do business with you over the next 18 months. So yes. the question payment is this. What are you going to do to keep You've spent the money, you've made the connection. Now you need a strategy to engage that 85% uh, over the long term. So how would you suggest we do that? And my answer to that question is by telling stories that engage our audience, that build our brand and actually mm -hmm. make sure that our audience is ready to buy from you before they reach your uh your product page on your product description so there are five uh v's a story must have this is the second set of five uh essentials that the story must have we've had <clears throat> a hero We've had goal, uh, hero, goal, uh, tension, um, uh, resolution, and journey in the first five. And now we have your story must verify something that your, here, your audience has experienced, a life experience that your audience has uh, that is familiar with. Then you must uh, decry common villains that you mutually despise. So um, that villain could be the IRS. Um, so, uh, it, you have to stand beside your ideal client and point at a common villain that both you and they are uh, um, somebody or uh, you and, and they uh, object to or uh, are repelled by. So verify a common experience, uh, point to a common villain that you both share, validate their internal response to that villain so that they know that you understand them. That's empathy, very important part of a story. And then express your values because a values that you both share <clears throat> because values are things that describe why you are in business. They describe not your product, but why you are doing what you do. And if your audience actually uh, aligns with your values, they will be attracted to you and will want to know more about you. But if they are repelled by your uh, values, they'll go away and find somebody else. A classic example of this values piece is Nike. Now, whether you uh, agree with them or not, it's a good example. Nike. Um, made uh, Colin Kaepernick um, 
a brand ambassador for one of their campaigns. And because he was the guy who took the knee at a game and it divided the nation. Some people so objected to Nike um, uh, making him a brand ambassador that they were burning their shoes across the United States and videoing themselves doing it. Other people loved them for doing it. Bottom line is that Nike made billions of dollars on the back of that campaign by expressing their values. So values are very important. And then use the vantage to, that you created by, through your uh, story to uh, insert the lessons learned, to insert your own advice as to um, why this story is relevant to uh, your audience. So you can just give them like four, three to five bullet points to give them the lessons learned. So five more things that a story must have. Verify uh, a common experience. Uh, pick out the villain that you both decry. Validate the response that you have to that uh, external conflict. Uh, lay out your values very clearly. As I've pointed out, that could be done through uh, words or video or indeed through just personifying your values in a brand ambassador and then teaching a lesson by in the uh, in, by uh, in teaching the lessons learned at the end of it. So how do you map out a story? Here's a quick way of doing it in a nutshell. Well, we all know that stories must have a beginning, a middle and an end. But uh, for a start, it's not about you or your product. Um, you must have a deep understanding of your ideal clients. A deep understanding is not just their demographics, how old they are, where they live, uh, you know, whether they're married or not, but their psychographics, their deep emotional um, uh, uh, state. So that could you would have to know, for instance, uh, pivotal moments in their life. That could be the, one of those pivotal moments, of course, will be COVID-19. Everyone will remember that for a long time. They probably remember the 2008, 2009 uh, Great Recession, but that those pivotal moments could be um, uh, a moment when, say, uh, Michael Jackson died or um, Michael uh, or somebody was murdered the, who is an icon that everybody knows. So these points of reference in their life are part of your deep understanding of your ideal client. And then you must brainstorm the trigger moments um, that really uh, set them off. So examples of trigger moments, we've, I've been talking about uh, getting a letter from the IRS that could well be a trigger moment for a, a lot of people, especially now. And then, you know, perhaps um, 
you check your bank balance and uh, and are you know amazed to see and uh, astounded to see that actually your balance is uh, not as much as you imagined it would be. And then you get into a bit of a panic as to how that's occurred. So that's a, definitely something that could trigger your, uh, your ideal client. Um, and I said, as we've already uh, pointed out, it could be the bathroom scales to anybody on a diet. And uh, whether you're going to be heavy or lighter than uh, you uh, really need to be or want to be. So three trigger moments. But what is a trigger moment? A trigger moment is um, something that uh, is a pain point um, that your ideal client feels that he really that really gets your ideal client going. And ultimately, a trigger moment is something that will prompt your ideal client to take some action after you've told them the story. So just to wind up this uh, presentation, um, if you want to know more about storytelling, uh, you can go to Facebook uh, and simply... Um, Put Story Marketing Tribe into the search uh, wi window and you'll find the, my group. And in there, um, everyone is super engaged. Um, there are free training units to help you tell better stories. And indeed, um, I'm doing regular storytelling, storytelling challenges in the group for group members only um, who, um, to help you tell better stories. And in those challenges, I give you frameworks to use um, to nurture and sell, uh, nurture your audience and sell your products. And ultimately, there is the URL. And finally, if you want to do, jump on this um, storytelling thing in a little more detail and you want to find out how uh, you can apply storytelling in your business, then I would invite you to uh, uh, jump on a 60-minute custom story mapping call with me at uh, uh, roryramsden.com, the most potent form of persuasion, all hyphenated together. Go to that URL and um, I'll give you a couple of downloads, free uh, frameworks to tell stories, and um, you can book a time to speak to me. So that's it, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed that. Uh, I've rattled through that fairly quickly, Payman, but I hope that all made sense. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. I learned a lot. Uh, yeah, for sure, especially for me. I mean, for everyone, doesn't matter what you're selling, whether it's a physical product or even a service you need to have a story you need to build a story that that connects that relates with people and 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 let your story help you take your, your your client your customer on a journey of transformation get them on a high roller coaster to to tap into the emotion so you can really connect with them on a deeper level and that's how they'll convert 
not only convert as, as a sales, but also become a loyal evangelical customer yeah. client of yours. Ultimately, the most expensive thing that you could do is acquire a new customer. Once you've Absolutely. got that customer, the game is to increase the lifetime value of that customer so that uh, you can sell to that customer over and over and over again. So that again, after the sale is where stories come into uh, play to keep the relationship going. I've got a friend who, who sells pens. Okay, so wow. you could go to Walmart and buy a simple big barrow for less than, I don't know, 99 cents. He sells his pens for $125 wow. because he attaches a story to a product range and people actually um, – uh, engage Connect. with that story and feel aligned with the story. If you want to check Absolutely. that out, then go to um, allegorygoods.com. Uh, Allegory you can goods. write it on the chat. I'll post. I'll, I'll uh, just... Uh, it's A-L-L-E-G-O-R-Y goods.com. And uh, Chad, who runs the business, um, has Sorry, built the -L -L -E. what it is now through telling stories. Okay, uh, where's the link again? L L E G R, and then I'll post it in the chat for you. Ah, yes, please. So you can see. Here we are. Oh, yes. There we are. There we are. Allegory Goods in the chat. So lots of, lots of, um, lots of uh, reasons why you should be telling stories. You can tell stories at the connection phase, phase of the business mm -hmm. where you are in, you know, engaging new uh, prospects into or bringing them into your orbit, you can use stories in the community building uh, phase of your business when you are building relationships with your audience before or after the sale. Wow. And indeed, you can use stories in the conversion phase of your business when you're actually driving them to your Amazon uh, product pages for them to um, to buy from you. So, in all stages of the game, you are able to optimize what you're doing without really doing uh, anything in a very different way. It storytelling is the soft skill that really helps your business uh, become a long-term business. Sure. Yeah, I just looked at the website. The website looks very good. And also, the st I love the story behind it. It's amazing. I'm definitely yeah. going to yeah. study that. So question, um, how... how examples then? Mm -hmm. For example, and, and the story, especially if you're trying to build a brand, 
how much of how much um, transparent would you recommend for people to be if they want be if you want to really connect as deeply as possible, especially if they're selling, say, a high-end ticket or whatever? Well, I, I would say that you you know transparency is everything right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, with fake news, all this sort of story about fake news out there. Um, the fact that there are obviously so many people out there trying to be something that they're really not. Much better just to turn up who, as who you are, warts and all, and just be yourself and tell stories. Um, you know, part of building a relationship uh, with somebody in the real world is to tell stories about yourself and your lifestyle uh, and all these sorts of things um, as well. And in fact, in Story Inception, my program, um, uh, there are 18 different types of stories that you could be telling and only, uh, well, yeah, only four of them are anything to do with... Um, conversion. So uh, as Gary Vaynerchuk says, uh, remember the book he wrote, uh, Jab, 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 Right Hook. Um, so the right hook is the conversion piece and the Jab, Jab, Jab are the is the nurturing piece. So if it's good enough for Gary uh, Vaynerchuk, then it must be good enough for you too. Yes, totally, totally, for sure. Yeah, because ultimately they want to see not the person that you try to, to pretend to be, but who you really are. That's what the people want yeah, to see, um, and that's what they want to connect with. The, there's one thing that, that everybody would do well to remember, and that is that right from the moment when you were lying on your back, looking up into your mother's smiling face, you have been reading body language. You are... A gold medalist in uh, in reading body language for sure, and you can tell within a split second, maybe three or four seconds, whether you like someone or not. And part of that is, of course, their body language, their tone of voice, and uh, and uh, only uh 15 or less percent is uh about the words coming out of their mouth so absolutely you can you can set it all up with your hired red ferrari outside a mcmansion and try and be something you can try and fake it to you till you make it but ultimately why not just be who you are and be out there and transparent you'll find it a lot more uh, rewarding and uh, you'll feel a lot more comfortable about it too. So just relax and let it happen. Be who you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about, again, it's all about attracting the ideal customer, the type of people that you want to, to work with and, and in our case in e-commerce, the type of people that would actually benefit the most from from your product, not try to sell to everyone, but try to sell to the specific person that you've identified initially as your ideal customer, and then and make them understand through stories how your product 
we're going to help them solve their specific problem. And that's, mm. that's, the, that's the end goal. That's what we want. Absolutely. Just remember, and the, another exa an example of that would be Facebook itself. You know, when exactly, Mark Zuckerberg yeah. uh, started Facebook, it was just for the people at his university. Then a few more universities, uh, Ivy League universities were added, and it took more than three years before Facebook actually became available, or the Facebook, as it was then, became available to the public. And it took years and years and years for Facebook to become the, the, the Goliath that it is today. So don't try and hack some guru's um, way of doing things because the way that guru is doing things suits where that guru is on his journey right now. You are not in the same place. You are miles mm -hmm. back down the road. So find your own, um, find how it, out how it works for you best. And the way you find that out is by testing, 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 and reiterating and testing again. And it's the only way to go. And, um, you know, really. Yeah, absolutely. And on our program, one of the things that we really, really, really emphasize on is, you know, in real estate, the catch is, I mean, the, the, the phrase is location, 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 and e-commerce. And uh, I mean, everything else, even nowadays, especially in the super competitive marketplace, is differentiation, differentiation, differentiation. And one of the best ways to differentiate is by having a beautiful, compelling story around your brand. And, and that's super powerful, exactly. especially if someone uh, can, can do a, it. An authentic story around your exactly. brand and the excellent more, customer service. The more authentic, the more transparent, the better, the, better and deeper the connection with your, with your, with your customer. And, and yes. of course, they will, they will not just be customers of yours, but evangelical and loyal fans of yours. And that's ultimate for any company, any brand to, to get. Exactly. Um, just remember that, you know, George Clooney, when he's making a movie, you know, they have to shoot a scene uh, 70 times or something before they wrap it and go on to the next one. Um, so don't judge yourself on the, what these gurus are doing miles and miles down the road. Just turn up and be yourself, be transparent, tell compelling stories, uh, engage your audience one by one and really build your brand from the ground up. Don't try and take shortcuts. Yes, it'll take hard work, but any business offline or online will take hard work and it won't happen overnight. Um, uh, you, have to, um, you have to really get to grips with who your ideal client is and the first ideal client that you think you, is your ideal client may not be. It's an evolution. They may not engage with what you're doing. It's an evolution, an iteration. And finally, you find the sweet spot uh, with the right audience, the right message, and the right offer, and put it together with the right story, and really, then you're off to the races.
Absolutely. You said it all. That's exactly it. Because it's all about connecting, 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 connecting. And the, the only way to connect deeply and genuinely is to be transparent, to be you. And, and yeah, don't, don't fake it. Just, and especially in e-commerce, especially in this, in this super competitive marketplace right now, in order to not only to survive but thrive, you need to to do to build a solid foundation, and the solid foundation is 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 done through having a story that you can connect that you your target market can connect with you, and and that's that is something that if you want to be successful in this in 2020 and beyond in e-commerce and Amazon and any other type of business, that's not that's not an option. You must do that, otherwise you will not last long. Yeah, because actually. As I said in my presentation, that when people are, arrive on Amazon, they have to be ready to buy from you. That is, they have to have the belief in their head that is necessary to push the buy button. And you do that well before they get to your product page. Yes, there are ways of setting up your, your product descriptions and your images and all these uh, techniques to improve the uh, click-through rate on your Amazon uh, products, but uh, without the story in the the background, without the story in their heads when they arrive on that product page, then. Um, then it's going to be a lot more difficult. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, these are excellent points, excellent points. Um, so, okay, so you, you mentioned your, your website, uh, your Facebook group. Would you be able to, uh, could you mention it one more time? And I'll, yeah, it's the can... Story Marketing Tribe. Story um, Marketing Tribe. Yeah. Is that the best way to, to reach you? Yeah, let me just... Put that on the screen again. Story yes, please. Tribe, or you can message me on um, uh, DM me on Facebook. Um, uh, just okay. search for Rory Ramson, and uh, you can find me, or indeed email, email me, which uh, my email address Rory R O R Y dot Ramsden R A M S D E N at uh, boomer-digital.com okay so i okay so i will what i will also do rory i will add you in our facebook group in case uh, our audience our students want to to reach out to you they can connect directly with you that's okay. i think the best way the easiest way great the most convenient way okay marvelous look forward to that and um yeah so as i say if uh, if you're watching that uh, watching this video in uh, the group, then if you've got questions about storytelling, put them in the comments below and um, uh, tag me and uh, I'll uh, jump on and uh, do my best to answer that question as best I can. Definitely. Well, it's been a pleasure having you uh, today here to, do, uh, to present on the importance of... Uh, of, build, uh, of having a beautiful, compelling story around your brand. That's something that's invaluable. Thank you very much for, for that, Rory. Do you have any closing thoughts or before we part ways? Uh, no, not really. As you can tell, I'm um, 
an enthusiast for stories. And, um, you know, uh, all I will say, my parting uh, thoughts to you are, would be this. And that is, uh, there are two things that set Homo sapiens apart from every other animal on the planet. Um, and that is, number one, our ability to imagine something that doesn't exist. And number two, to tell powerful stories. Um, really, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, the reason why that was so powerful uh, back in the day at the beginning of time is that we could gossip about other people in our tribe and we could then understand who was reliable and who wasn't and who we should be friends with and who, sh who we should ignore and steer clear, steer clear uh, of. And that has carried us right mm -hmm. the way through to today where we build the... Uh, uh, societies and countries and nations and even uh, when it comes to imagining things we can disrupt whole industries like uh, Elon Musk imagining a rocket that could return to earth and be reused that, and he imagined that that, that would really um, disrupt the space uh, uh, industry and then uh, inspired people to join him uh, on the journey to creating that rocket. And it took him a few years, but he did it. And that is because of the two basic things that sets humans apart. It's, 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 it's very true. And also just one last thing I want to share. I mean, everyone that I talked to that ever since I was, I first started my entrepreneurial journey when I asked every successful business person, What's the most important skill that to, to learn when it comes to business? And majority of them would say copywriting. And, and what makes copywriting powerful is being able to tell compelling stories. And that's something that, again, it's a full circle. It's all about mastering that copywriting and also being able to tell compelling stories. So that's my most also most important lesson that I learned all these, all these times. Yeah. So, although, um, although I would never say I was a copywriter, I'm a storyteller first mm -hmm. and a copywriter. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, is there any book you would recommend for someone who wants to get to learn the art of uh, storytelling? Um, yeah, uh, it's not what you would expect. It's, um, mm -hmm. I would recommend that you go to Amazon and you search for an author by the name of Lee Child. Um, and he is Lee Child, very successful author, writes very, uh, very powerful stories about his uh, hero, um, who is a former U.S. Army MP who's out in the world running into situations and sorting them out. You learn to tell stories by reading uh, good storytellers and uh, under, absorbing how they're writing and also by actually practicing the art yourself with a pen and paper, sit down every morning and write. It doesn't matter what you write. It doesn't matter whether it's a compelling story or not, but 
the, you may not even feel like writing anything, but write anyway. And after 10 or 15 minutes, maybe some inspiration will come and some story uh, will come out of you. So do that every day. And uh, one tip, um, take one thing that happened yesterday, doesn't matter what, take one thing that happened to you yesterday and tell that story and relate it to your ideal client and explain the lessons learned at the end as to That's why beautiful. that is meaningful for them. If you can just uh, mm -hmm. tie those three things together and you get good at you're good at it, you'll never be at a loss for a good story. So take one one thing that happened to your life yesterday and, and tie that in a story and yeah. relate that to your ideal client or customer. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. I love that. Yeah. One thing that happened yesterday, make a story out of it and then relate it to your ideal client and why it's important. Beautiful. I'm just writing that down as I'm typing this. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. Well, we can talk for hours and hours because you're a wealth of knowledge and I have so many questions, but we'll keep that for another time. Uh, thank you very much once again, Rory. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I, I wish you a wonderful evening in Paris and in okay. France. Great. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the FBA Lifestyle Podcast. Don't forget to follow on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and Instagram. Ready to fast track your first or next FBA product? Ready to create a real product that leaves the competition in the dust? Then check out the 90-Day FBA Challenge, a 12-week accelerator program with weekly coaching calls where we help you go from zero idea what to sell to a product live on Amazon within 90 days and download the free Amazon Secrets eBook, FBA Lifestyle, The Amazon Experts. Start your FBA business. Achieve the freedom lifestyle.